0: Children of the Earth, you are (laughs) listening to Riffs and Scripts. My name is
1: Cole Bryant. My name is Amber Savar. Oh, bless. People keep saying my surname wrong. They say Savar. It's not Savar. It's Amber Savar. It's It's like Amber. Think of of how you read Shakespeare. Amber Savar. Anyway. uh, Tangent before we've even started talking about anything. (laughs) How are you this week, Cole?
0: I'm all right. I'm all right. You're all right? I'm coming towards the latter stages of finishing my vocal booth, so hopefully the recordings will uh, start sounding better soon. That's
1: very exciting. Which is nice. And also, in approximately six weeks... I might be able to come and visit you and we could actually record something in your vocal booth. In
0: the vocal booth. Oh. Fact, well, I actually need to I should need to order the genuine acoustic treatment because 'cause I've just been putting like the woody bits together at the moment. Oh. Kinky. But um, once the treatment is here and I can put stuff in the corners and it'll sound good. And I also good. need a light in it, otherwise we'll have to sit in the dark.
1: Oh that's a really good um, point. What kind yeah, of what point. kind of light are you gonna get? Freestanding spotlight?
0: Just gonna get like a fucking ring light. Because I don't
1: do a shit. Oh, mate, I got a ring light recently and it, like, changed my life. Boom. I actually... Boom. Um, so today's all about tech, so we can start with yeah, ring lights. This
0: Yeah, this, this is all part of it, man. I
1: know, it's so good. Um, I got a ring light specifically for doing self-tapes, which I think we've spoken about before. Uh, but then I had an issue with the actual light bulbs in my living room. And for weeks taught my classes from home on zoom where using my ring light so that my actual lights weren't flickering throughout my lessons nice so yeah
0: it's also funny
1: today we decided we're going to talk about tech and then for the first time in like over a month one of us had a tech issue setting up and by one of us i mean me (laughs) lol uh normally not like i've said this before again over the past year i've had to really like work out how to record from home because the plan was not to record from home the plan was to record with you and use all your lovely delicious tech and then lockdown happened and i've got all set up um and then today for the first time my computer didn't recognize the microphone and wouldn't record using the nifty microphone that i have um but it's amazing what a, what a reboot can do, isn't it? Turn yeah. it off and on again. Turn
0: it off and on again. On again, Off Off, uh, off an uh, octagon. Off
1: an on again. A
0: falafel. Often octagon. Falafel octagon. Falafel octagon. I actually Delicious. have a really posh microphone that I've still not used for our podcast yet because I'm, I'm like... I'm like no, I'm not going to use it until my booth is done and then it's all going to be fucking boom, suddenly going to be like, hey guys, you're listening to Nighttime Radio with Cole Bryant, Riffs and Scripts, I don't know.
1: Are you going to use thing. your
0: sensual voice? My sensual voice. You know I used to do a radio show, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I did used to do a radio show on a local radio, on um, it was Black Frog Studios, which was the local rehearsal studios in Tame where I used to live. Mm. and um yeah i used to do uh, oh you're listening to the coltrane sessions on black flock radio. radio 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 it was one of them it was great oh my gosh, i, I want to hear of, i want to hear about of...
1: that what was what that was, was cool. the goal what was the um, radio show
0: it was me playing a lot of rock and metal stuff that no one would have heard of unless they were young <laughs> basically yeah. cuz um it was, it had a mix of like, you know, a couple of things that were like ACDC and Nine Main and those ones because I love yeah. all that stuff. But it was like bands at that point in time were kind of, Blackstone Cherry was a big band around at that point in time. Yeah. You know? um, and I was trying to just introduce people to bands they didn't necessarily know about. But was still in the same vein of rock and metal stuff. Actually, it got like some of the highest listenership on that radio.
1: Oh, cute! You know That's that reminds cool. me. When I was at uni, uh, there was a guy. Um, I think he was a year or two below me, but I knew him well. We did shit stuff together. Who was deaf, and he did a radio show called "Songs You've Never Heard Before." Oh, which I thought was very clever. Clever. <laughs> I was like, very yeah, clever branding. So he was today- hilarious because we he, he, I met him doing a show actually And oh, yeah. um, he he his hearing aid, you know, works So you can most of the time just talk to him as normal He doesn't need to lip read or use sign language and stuff But um, every now and then, like if we were rehearsing And he'd be in the corner maybe with a book or some work While someone else was doing it And then it'd be time for like his scene And the director would go, okay, Sam, Sam And there would just be a point where everyone in the room went, Sam And he would go, sorry Brilliant <laughs> Brilliant,
0: brilliant, brilliant So, let's chat tech runs Tech runs today Because I don't have a tech run in the same way that you do I do do rehearsals And you do sound checks Yeah, and I do sound checks But I don't quite do a tech run So, tell me, Amber, what what is a tech run And why is it different to a normal rehearsal that you might do?
1: Okay, so I think the most important thing to remember Fellow actors The tech run is not for you and i think that's something there okay so famous yeah not everything's
0: about you actors not no, everything's no, about no. you no no
1: look okay famously <laughs> Like famously, actors hate tech runs and techies hate actors because we're very different personalities. Uh, so basically, the tech run is is just that. It's it's when uh, the director or the DSM or the sta- you know the stage management team, depending on how big your your team is, talks to the venue or the lighting designer or whoever is gonna physically be pressing the buttons and making the the tech cues and lines it all up. So you'll have a tech script. And it will be, oh, hey, we need a spotlight. Actor, stand where you're going to be for that song so that we can plan where the spotlight is and set up the queue. Um so the actor is supposed to literally just stand there and do fucking nothing um you might if you're doing mics of course do some actual singing but the point is it is entirely for the tech team so that they know what levels to set mics on whose mic is attached to what actor when like use need to happen what you know all of those things um but the thing is for actors that's really really boring (laughs)
0: And we don't like being bored.
1: Well, know. no, we're, we are playful, creative, childlike people. It's what makes us good at what we do. But yeah, it's just a recipe for disaster sometimes. When actors don't behave, techies want to shoot us. And when we do behave, we want to shoot ourselves. Like, it's so boring. But yeah, there's loads that we could say. I saw this. Um, but yeah, a tech. my point is, a tech run is not... It's not actually your rehearsal in the same way that all the other rehearsals are for you. You know, it's, it's not, I saw this thing that was like, um, uh, the director, it, it, um, is it even a real show if the director isn't losing their shit during the tech run? And it had like a gif of someone flipping a table and it was like, don't ask for your line. <laughs> um, I, does that, that means nothing to you, does it?
0: No, no, I understand. Oh, okay, I understand. Good. I understand. Um, it's, it's not it's not, it's it's for all the it's for the tech people. It's yeah, for yeah. everyone else. I totally get that. N-
1: you you can't go, oh, can we run that again? No, because it's not about how you're acting right now. It's not about your your work. You are literally um a talking prop. in fact, don't even yeah, talk. Exactly. Don't even I mean, talk. That is, you're a moving prop.
0: That is what sound check's like. like, you know. Soundcheck is for the sound man and uh, you must obey him. Oh my god, do you know what? There are so many bands who still even like at my age, like kind of mid late 20s, late 20s now, um, they don't fucking get that you need to just like do what you're fucking told at this point.
1: Yes. Like, exactly. you're not kids
0: anymore. Yeah. You're not for sure. turning up and going like, I'm going to play this really fast lick. No one is impressed. We've all met better singers, better guitarists, better drummers, better bass players than you, okay? We've mm. all met them. So you don't have to show off. No one's interested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like in, in, um, you just shut up and do the job. Yeah. Like it's 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 really bizarre that even 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 now I I get up to, get up to, up to I once judged a metal competition right and you know that battle of the bands yes. thing I did and then I won it and then a couple of years later I judged it and then one of the bands were like perfectly fine as a band. But, like, during sound check, they were just like, hey, look at this thrash riff I can play, and look how no loud one my cares. amp is. And I was just like, that's Absolutely so fucking no disrespectful cares. to the sound man, who, yeah. by the way, is there all fucking night. So yes. you turn up, you do a sound check, and then you fuck off and have a drink. Yeah, And then you go back on stage for half an hour and then you fuck off again and watch another band all complain or, 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 you know, you meet, I don't know, some person who's sucking your dick or whatever, you know, saying, oh, yeah, you you guys are really good tonight. The sound man's there all fucking night from like the moment the doors open to the moment they close. Yeah, You know, that guy's yeah. not going home. Just make his job easier and he will make you sound better because he has the power to fuck you. (laughs) He has the power to fuck you more than anyone has fucked you in the world. So true,
1: especially with music. Yeah, like, it doesn't, especially... It, it
0: doesn't, yeah, especially. It doesn't matter if you're... It's like, bitch, you, know, you think you're... you're
1: clever. Goodbye to your yeah. mic. <laughs> it, doesn't,
0: it doesn't matter if, like, your songwriting's as good as the Beatles and your playing is as good as fucking Neil Peart from Rush, okay? It doesn't matter. If the sound man doesn't like you, you are absolutely fucked, okay? So there's there's two things at work here. Be nice to people because they have something for, for you and you have a working relationship. But be nice to people just because it's fucking nice. Because, you know, they don't have to make you sound as good as they do. You know, they really don't.
1: Yeah. What's sweet yeah. is, though, like, techies, they really do also take... A lot of pride in what they do. Again, as the performer, let's look at from the perspective of a slightly egotistical performer. We're thinking about my singing, my acting, my costume, my look, my lines, my comic timing. We're thinking about all these things. And the tech is something that doesn't really, it doesn't come very high on our lists because it's not our job. But for someone who has literally spent years getting their light design techniques down and being really proud of how they light design and stuff. Like, I remember talking to... Do you remember Hannah? First episode.
0: Hannah.
1: Hannah. Ah. I remember talking to her about it and saying, God, we just done a show together. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting that amazing, like rush you get when a show goes really well alice was like do you not get that she was like no i do i get that when when all my tech that i have planned and all the cues i lined up when it all just times perfectly and creates because also this is important we don't see what it looks like we're on the fucking stage we don't know how good it looks um whereas the techies there in their box going oh my god look how sick i've made this oh yeah and she said no it feels really good it's just that bless them Uh, similar to what you just said they're also the last ones out a lot yeah, of the time yeah. um, so that she's like it feels amazing but it's very quickly overshadowed with okay I need to get everything put away because yeah, yeah, it can't yeah, yeah. get damaged and I have to go get make- the mics off the actors and this that the other
0: you just have to make their jobs easier and um it's a tough there's, job there's, there's so many there's, so, there's definitely such things as a fucking terrible sound engineer there's so many shit ones mm-hmm. weirdly all the best ones are from Oxford just gonna throw that out there every single one except one who's from who's from London Every one of my favourite sound engineers have all been from Oxford. And I don't know why that is. Because I've played all over the country, multiple venues in each city. Right. And for some reason, something about Oxford sound engineers, maybe it's because we they know me because is, I've maybe, been around.
1: Is it maybe to do with the uh, like facilities available? So if we like go back a step and look at uni. So Music Tech Boyfriend went to Bournemouth. And Bournemouth right. is quite a contemporary uni it's quite like modern whereas royal holloway where i went you wouldn't go i don't i don't think they offered a sound engineering course they had stunning classical music courses and like 50 piano not 50 but a good handful of pianos and things and rehearsal rooms and a lovely music but you wouldn't go and do Tech and editing, and that just wasn't there. Do
0: you know what? Is that an option? I'm going to tell you something. Tell me something. Like what the fuck? Can you
1: tell me in your sensual voice?
0: every time every time, every no, time. That's, that's weird
1: I've every got time. my face right I'm up against my shitty. pop filter right you're, now you're not
0: going to like it well it's really it. not shitty it's actually just like a fact when when you turn up and it's a young guy who's just come out of university who's just done a tech degree yeah. your heart fucking sinks aww
1: yeah aww um, no. now, that's not to say that
0: that, that, that your delicious boyfriend um, is, is bad at being sanitary. I'm sure that's uh, great because from the stuff that we've mentioned in passing he seems to know his stuff yeah but, but, you, but um, when
1: you say mention in passing do you mean when we couldn't get our recordings working if yeah, fixed it no, is that like what you're talking
0: when, about when, when you've said oh cole you talked about this in the podcast and he's been like yeah that's such a thing yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah like for sure he's, he seems those know this thing i've had so many okay what, what what you typically get i think i said this in our very first ever tech run um thing which never got broadcast no that was us just
1: trying to get used yeah, to making the, recordings the, the
0: people that you really like are the people who are um minimum age 40 who have just been doing it for fucking ages. And can but do it I've in their a sleep, yeah. I've had a lot of gigs where people, people are either at uni- university or just out of university with their tech, um, with their sound engineer degree, and they usually get shitty with you, and they usually don't actually know what they're doing. Um, and it's 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 really odd. It's just an experience thing.
1: What um, you say about the, the, the guy in his 40s, uh, that's my Uncle Matt. Hey, Uncle Matt! Hello, my Matt! Um- my uncle Matt is one of my mum's best mates. They've been friends since they were teenagers. I think they were housemates for a while in their 20s. I'm not 100% sure. But um my uncle Matt is also um a sound engineer and he he yeah he is exactly what you've just described. He's really experienced. He's done loads and I remember um when I was a teenager me and some friends and my brother got tickets to go see bullet for my valentine uh but it was at the teenage cancer trust gig which was at the royal albert hall one of our favorite venues right you and I have spoken about this and then when and then he actually said oh I'm working those gigs do you want to come backstage? I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, Uncle?" Little fucking emo Amber was like, "Uh huh, uh huh." And he he only brought me and my brother. We couldn't like bring the whole posse backstage. But yeah, you basically it wasn't as glamorous as you as you'd think, but. In no. hindsight, it's really lovely. There's just this room underground with him and one other guy and their takeaway curries and just hundreds of like... Yeah, of course, yeah. ...of buttons that I don't understand and loads of screens to look at the stage. And they would just sit there eating their, their yeah, takeaway course, dinners do. doing the tech because they're so exactly. good at what they do.
0: Yeah, I love that stuff. There
1: was also one moment, so I thought I was going to get to like meet the band, which I didn't, but that's probably for the best. But there was a moment where we were walking around and I can't remember his name, but the lead singer of Bullet for my Valentine. Oh, Oh God, it's guy. been years. You know the guy, I know um, that guy. Was standing around having a drink and chatting with a few people and little teenage Amber was like, oh my God. <laughs> I like, we were walking around a corner and my head just stayed like sticking out for as long as I could. <laughs> oh, it was a good Ge- day. Cheers Uncle, what-
0: <laughs> Aww, cheers, Uncle Matt. oh cheers, Uncle Matt. Legend. I, I, something I'm quite proud of is that we can just... It's part of being in a band with the same people for a long while or just being professional musicians together for a time. You become this cohesive unit. And it's something I'm proud of in that if the sound man goes, Okay, we just need a bit of this, a bit of this, and a bit of this, um, so we need a bit of your song that has this, and we'll be like, Okay, we'll do um the chorus from uh this song. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. go, one, two, three, four, bam, and then we just do it. And I love that we can just do that now. Yeah. You know? Um here's another tip for bands. Is that you need to be warmed up before you do your, um, uh, your, your, your sound check. Your sound check. That is the same because, for
1: actors. Oh my God. Warm yourself up before you go and sing for the, the
0: yeah. Other, yeah. The other thing is because a lot of people during sound check go, no, no, I'm not going to sing properly because I don't want to No, you have to be warmed no, up No, you first have to do exactly to how it's going to be. Yeah. You have to sing properly by the time you do your sound check. Yes. So what I tend to do is I I start my warm ups in the car and then I do once I'm actually doing the singing bits of of warm ups and stuff I I'm doing it standing up, um, wandering around in the venue. Yeah, um, we actors do that too. Advance, oh my god, yeah. And then and then uh, do my sound check and then I go quiet and then like because I've already kind of got it going a bit I've got it to a certain level and then I stop and then I warm up again, and then I do little tiny bits throughout so it's kind of Ready, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah a lot of people do this thing where like I'm not going to sing properly because it's the sound check and it's like no, no no he needs to get the fucking level so you sound good later he needs you know? to
1: know exactly how you're going to do it on stage later again that's just I think that's just a, an inexperienced thing because when you're yeah, new yeah, yeah. you think well I don't want to tire my voice out well I don't want to I don't want to showboat you, you kind of there are to go in the opposite direction of what we were talking about earlier with people showing off there are people who just kind of want to breeze past it and it's like no this guy needs to know exactly exactly or girl i've had female sound techies but this technician needs to know exactly what it's going to be like so that they can yeah arrange the levels and and all sorts of things like yeah
0: well i I, i've always had a weird thing with that because so much of our songs has all this high stuff and all these big big notes and yeah and all this stuff and um i never want to be this is going to filter into a topic we'll cover in 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 later weeks with kind of competitiveness and stuff yeah but um i never want to be seen as this arrogant Shit, Eddie's coming. By the way, I can do this high note and all that stuff. No, you know? but you need to um, demonstrate it. I need to do that in the sound check. otherwise, mm. because so much of our set is is those those big high notes and stuff, that I need to be doing it right in the sound check, Otherwise, he's not going to get the levels right and the mm. EQ right for um for my voice when when we actually come on stage and we start doing it live. You know. Yeah. So um, what happens weirdly is that so many because we got a bit of a rep. And because we kept playing places that, you know, people knew us a bit, the sound man would go, OK, Cole, I need you to do um, do a bit of singing and then do some of your high stuff as well so that we can do do both of them, which is really good. It's, it's it's nice being in a position where just enough people know you in certain places that you can go in and you're just confident that someone's handling it properly, you know. Yeah. And uh, as a singer, confidence is like a, a big big part of it because um, if you're anxious and stuff, things tense up and it's not good for you. Yeah. Um, It's... Um, as a singer, I've always found that you know you have this constant balance of trying to be as calm as you can, because um, all singers worry about them themselves um, when it comes to gig night. And it's a
1: very you know, personal thing. Your singing voice. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, yeah. singing voice is unique, and it's it, yeah, it's a very personal, vulnerable thing um, compared to most skills. Most things yeah, yeah. are skills, and you and, and we've said this before. Obviously, you practice your singing, you train on it, you work on it. you but but also like. There is, yeah, there's something about yourself that you're putting out there when you sing that you're not yeah. necessarily putting out there when you do almost anything else.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's tricky, innit? not it? Fanny our world, innit? it? But yeah, um, rehearsals and, and tech runs are different, um, but similar. So to be honest, I mean, with a band and a band in my position, so, so bands that are higher up and have their own show, as in they're doing their own thing and they're a big production thing they'll expect things to be done a certain way every time and they'll bring their own sound guy and stuff like that now mm-hmm. some some bands opposition bring their own sound guy and usually end up fucking it up and it's kind of funny because um, you usually just want the guy who's or the, or the woman whoever's it been in, in my in my experience it's been men but that's partially because of genre and, and venues and things like that and and you know sexism but um <laughs> but usually you want the people who are familiar with the system are familiar with the mixing desk and yes that's actually just usually yeah. a better way to do it um some a lot bring of theater through. venues stick yeah. with
1: one person per venue
0: yeah exactly yeah some people bigger bands i played with have part of their contract they get someone else to do it and i've i've i do you know what? there's a really cool guy called martin um uh, martin uh, newton who is um Sandman at the Bullingdon in oxford it's more like my favourite venue. And um, he's really surly kind of dry humour guy. And I fucking love him. I get on with him like a house on fire. We're actually really friendly. It's And he's a friendly guy. It's just he mm. can't be arsed with shit. He's got so many annoying bands come in being dicks and prima donnas. Mm. And when we come in, we, just, we try and sound good from the off. Also, guitarists actually learn about how to sound good in a mix and how to sound good. Like, in your bedroom, certain things sound great. But yeah. outside of your bedroom, they sound fucking shit. So yeah. turn down your gain, guitarists. Turn down your gain. If you if you make it easier for a sound man, we just go, by the way, I've if you're Nath, ah, oh, have you heard of Nath? Nath's our best mate in the world. But Nath has like curated his sound for the whole time he's, he's been into guitar, right? So he knows, he turns on his amp, his amp is sitting in this bit of the kind of, uh, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing a high and low kind of representation of an EQ. He knows that he sits in this bit of the EQ, above the bass, and... Um, just in the right spot for where he wants to be, kind of sound-wise, and he knows that that's the sound that that the soundman's going to want to hear. A good sound man would just go, great, you already sound good, I'm not going to have to tell you to muck around and turn the gain down and mess around with the EQ on your amp, you already sound exactly like how I want you to sound, so I can take that sound and turn it into something great. Whereas a lot of guitarists will come through, I've scooped the absolute fuck out of it, and I've put a shit ton of gain on. So I'll, I'll explain what scooping means, Amber is that a lot of guitarists don't really understand the power of mids, right? So you have bass, mids, and treble. Now, that's a simplification, but generally a lot of amps will have a kind of three-bandy cue. That's what that's called. So you have things that turn a bit more bass, things that turn a bit more treble, and things that turn a bit more mids, right? So what a lot of guitarists do, particularly metal guitarists, is they turn the mids all the way down, they turn the bass all the way up, and the treble all the way up. What that means is your guitar actually sounds weak as piss anywhere outside of your bedroom and Jane right. will be able to confirm this for you sorry and your boyfriend will be able to confirm this for, for you okay so you'll meet a lot of guitarists who who do that and really a guitar is a mids based instrument so you want the, <laughs> the guitar
1: mids. is the alto guys exactly
0: that's exactly <laughs> it and um, and uh, there's very few guitarists you can get away with it sometimes if you're a one guitar band maybe but i mean usually it doesn't fucking work you know usually it just doesn't work so nath is mids heavy and and a bit of treble and actually turns the bass down which a lot of the better guitarists know know to do and it doesn't sound as good in your bedroom as as scooping will but in your bedroom you're just playing for yourself whereas outside of your bedroom you're sitting in a band mix and you've got drums and you've got bass and you've got a singer and you've got maybe another guitarist or maybe keys or something you know or or, i don't know some bloody trumpets (laughs) but you know learn about how to sit in a mix well guitarists, because because there's there's a different thing i think me and they talked about it last time is that there's more and more guitarists only playing from home so a lot of guitarists in the last year who will have been like hey i'm gonna do a little band after this just because why not now they won't know that all the venues are closed but a lot of people will be going i'm gonna do a little band after this and they'll suddenly come out i've got this this amp it's not too bad i can do that i can do this and then they'll sound pants because they haven't you know, EQ'd things and set things up to play with other people. Mm. They've only done it for the, for themselves. And things like the room that you're in and the space that you're in have a huge effect on how you sound and how things bounce off the walls and shit, you know? I um, mean, which is
1: why you have things like sound booths exactly. because you're, you're manufacturing the, the ideal situations. I have it wandering around my house singing after work. Um, I think I, I I need to stop saying, I think I've said this before, but on a a personal note, I didn't realize how down I got for a big section of last year until I got out of that slump. I think that happens a lot. And, And what made me realize that was I started singing again and went, oh my God, I have not been singing in months yeah. because again it's back to singing being this expression personal thing but um, anyway when I do come home from work and I'm like getting changed heating up the oven to make some dinner you bet your fucking ass that I end up singing Boom. singing around the Boom. flat and it will usually be in the kitchen because the bathroom's too echoey and my living room is open plan so it's not echoey enough and the kitchen I think has that sweet spot and I end up standing in my kitchen <laughs> singing well, <the> cabaret <laughs> is-
0: wonderful wonderful the-, the thing for me is that I basically that you haven't sung much at all in the last year i have to give my um, neighbors
1: mad credit i think once <laughs> once in the five and a half years i've lived here has someone complained about our singing and to their credit we were out on the balcony not inside That's fair. That's fair. so and That's we fair. went yeah no sorry fair dues sorry sorry we were 21 and being dickheads sorry yeah, but apart sense. from that i've not had one person knock on my door and be like i'm so sick of defying gravity can you take a fucking day off <laughs>
0: I'm sick of it It's at the start of every one of our episodes I'm not sick of it actually I I listen to the intro Every
1: time you send me a final edit So I Every week guys Listen to our episode For two reasons One Is because I write um, The 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 stuff about it I write The synopsis On our hosting site And I do the social media Two Is
0: because she doesn't trust me with the edit No But (laughs) <laughs> don't
1: be mean two is because i truly believe that we need to like what we're putting out there
0: yeah absolutely so if
1: i'm listening to it and not enjoying it not enjoying our own jokes and our own conversation then i need to acknowledge that and go we need to mix this up but so far i've i have enjoyed it so that's great yeah. and i love listening to our intro I'm also going to
0: do a cheeky mix on that at some point oh can't Another wait mix.
1: before we move on as well we were talking about experienced tech men and casual sexism and i've got the perfect story
0: there we go perfect story
1: years ago uh the first not the first the first time i performed in edinburgh specifically we had one of those tech guys that seemed very experienced i didn't book him i was just one of the actors um i would say maybe early 30s uh scottish guy makes sense we were in edinburgh he looked a bit like pen from pen and teller you know kind of tall long dark hair glasses but with a scottish accent oh, okay and he was such a sexist prick. Uh. There were t- and I remember just being like, all right, dude, cuz I just I'm like I'm not going to fix you in the couple of weeks we're here, but there was a time where so there were two examples I can think of, right? One would be that if some if an attractive woman appeared, I can't tell you exactly what cuz I can't really remember, but if something showed up that a straight man might go, oh, that's very sexy. <laughs> um, oh. He would say his like running joke, like his catchphrase almost was, oh, I can't say what I'm thinking or I'd go to jail. And I remember what thinking- What fuck? I remember thinking- <laughs> If if you want to say something that would put you in jail, then you are thinking disgusting shit that you should yeah. go and think about. You should go and ask. You can't go, "Oh, snowflake culture, people would be really annoyed if I out loud talked about huh, what's going I on in my answer, head."
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, was, yeah. I don't I don't want Do you know to know what it was. But like we, um... that's on you. If his thoughts were that gross and that disrespectful, don't laugh it off and blame the world for not accepting it. Go go improve yourself. The other thing this guy did was, okay, so one day I'm just like, I think I was just sat having a bit of food and we're all on these picnic tables outside the venue and I was just like singing to myself like you do and I was singing Madonna. And I kind of went, um, we are living in a material material world and I am am a material material girl and he lost his shit at me. He went, You better not be a material girl. That's so disgusting what women put men through all to take their money. And I literally was like, Whoa. I was like, Dude, whatever this it's a is, song, man. I was like, whatever just happened has got nothing to do with me. Y'all need to go work on yourself. <laughs> like, I
0: Y'all was, need Jesus. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, y'all need Jesus. I was like, Dude, I was singing Madonna, calm the fuck down. Jesus Christ. Who right. hurt you? <laughs> right? No, <laughs> who but- hurt you? <laughs> Genuinely. Woo. So yeah, oh that's God. an example of just, a techie just, who just was just a your prick.
0: Ex took your car because you're a bastard.
1: <laughs> I mean, fuck knows. I'm not going to speculate. The guy was a piece of shit. I've never seen him since. Sounds I hope I like never a do. Piece of shit. What a shithead. I have plenty of funny stories fun. from tech runs though.
0: So here's a funny story that the soundman told me. um A soundman I really like. Again, an Oxford soundman. Um, he, he who's fucking great, great at his job. One of my favourite soundman in the fucking world. But he has done a lot of music and he's played a lot of guitar for people. I think he might have been playing keys for someone on this one thing that happened. Some guy said, I need some session musicians to do a bit of music for something, right? It needs to be kind of funky kind of stuff. Okay, cool. Kind of poppy, funky stuff. Bom, bomb, bom, 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 He's. This is like, you know, 20, 30 years ago. The guy spends um some time with these really great musicians one of uh, who, with whom he he was still in contact and, you know, some great guitarists and they come up with some really great instrumental kind of funky, poppy music, right? Mm-hmm. Really chuffed with it. Never knew what happened to it. They got like a couple of hundred quid for it and then... Bum, 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 bum. Anyway, years later, in fact, maybe a couple of years ago now because that's when he told me because it had only happened like a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Bloke rang him up and said... Um, you know that music we did that one time in that one studio yeah well i was watching some porn <laughs> and,
1: Sorry. Did it show and uh,
0: <laughs> yeah we, we 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 did the soundtrack <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. He'd I'm He accidentally made Let the soundtrack clarify. for
0: porn and he so, didn't even know.
1: So he was just booked for some he was generic, to just do some do music some work, for someone for 200 for us quid to go or something. and
0: use sign a yeah. release ask us to like, use some like creative commons or whatever it was yeah. or for this one guy. And then it, wasn't it turned courses, up in so porn. So this one guy and the one guy turns out the one guy was the sound guy for a porn studio without and the guy had made loads of music for a porn studio without knowing was, it. Without even knowing it. And then they only found out when the bass player was having a wank one day, watched some video, I'm and then sorry. found out.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, at home. I thought you meant while recording. The bass player is just having a wank. Get <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hel- that is fantastic. That's, That's I, so funny. I can't comprehend. That's so funny that I'm not laughing. You know, when you're just sat there in shock. <laughs> you're of in how- shock.
0: <laughs> That's that's amazing. This weird stuff happens to you though. Strange things happen to you in music and you meet people that have done really weird things. By
1: the way, um, before I forget, little tip tip as well for lighting designers slash directors, um, maybe make sure that your cast isn't epileptic before you start throwing strobe lights into your tech run because that nearly happened once.
0: Oh my God.
1: So when we were doing... And look, I say how much I love this company and it was it was a just a thoughtless moment because you wouldn't think of it you wouldn't think shall i check who's epileptic you'd think surely i know but when we first did the tech run for sweeney we had two actors playing sweeney and they shared the run because it's a very demanding part and for most of the main parts we had understudies but i think that for sweeney they just 50 50'd it to make it kinder you don't want someone to learn the whole main part and not get to perform anyway So, um, one of the guys playing Sweeney was epileptic and the director wanted to use a strobe light for every time Sweeney killed someone. And we do the first tech run and I knew he was epileptic and no one else in the room did apart from me and him. And the strobe Mm. happens and we both just kind of go,
0: (sighs) cover your eyes, cover your eyes. (laughs) And
1: yeah. And the guy was like, no, I think I'm okay. Like everyone's got uh, epilepsy is a huge spectrum. Everyone has different, um, Triggers, different levels of sensitivity. He was like, No, I'm okay, I'm okay. And I was there going, Yeah, but you need to tell the director. Yeah, you absolutely. need to tell him. He was like, No, 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 it'll be fine. I was like, Absolutely not. So I got Whoa. hold of the girl who played Mrs. Lovett, who came- was like, What are you saying? What are you saying? I was like, He's fucking epileptic and he's not telling anyone. And then she was like, Nope. <laughs> and so then we're both there going, <laughs> You it. need, because if you don't tell the director, then he, how's he supposed to know? And how's he supposed to keep yeah, you safe? Absolutely. So yeah, then we got to the director, like. Just so you know, he's he's got epilepsy. Like we made him. We didn't tell his private life. But we were like, you have to go tell him. And then he did, and they found like push, a health, push, push. a poke, health poke, poke, poke in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we yeah. found like a healthy balance, and at least then he's prepared for. I think that particular guy, his seizures weren't necessarily sudden. Like the idea of epilepsy for some people is one thing happens and oh my gosh, you're definitely going to have a seizure. I think with him, they're kind of, they kind of grew like built over time. And then he would kind of know the day before. I I don't remember all the details, but they worked out between them. But yeah, do be careful guys in tech runs. Just make oh. sure, just ask before. Oh, oh, bless the head of my course at Art Said was epileptic and we were getting ready for our showcase And, um it wasn't even for our show we, we're as in we're rehearsing one thing and then techies are doing other stuff do you know what I mean they're, they're doing their own tests or whatever for something else and she sat talking to us all and we're sat on the edge of the stage because we've just been performing so we all just come back off, off, out of the wings sit down get our notepads out feedback time yeah, yeah. so she sat in the audience facing us and then out of nowhere no warning whatsoever one big white light went Doon, and she was like whoa because for for her yeah. that could have done it yeah, yeah and she absolutely. and we had to, and then we had another teacher with us who had to go up and be like you need to not do that till we leave <laughs> because because Crazy. like we could give someone a fit yeah yeah so
0: absolutely. yeah
1: every nice. every job has got like this annoying little list of things you don't think of yeah, and of i'm course. sure that's one of them
0: so yeah all this weird stuff there's i suppose that's that kind of Leads me on to weird requirements of bands. You know, you know, um, there's a famous story about, um, uh, Van Halen putting loads of weird stuff on their rider. And the reason is that they wanted to make sure that people had actually read the rider, right? Mm. Um, but, uh, usually that's not really a problem now. We don't have riders unless it's like a can of beer. But, um, sometimes that happens that makes you feel really nice when someone gives you like a six pack (laughs) that's really good at the end of a gig but um, I've done some really strange gigs and I'll tell you what the ones where bands have loads of odd requirements they make it fucking hell on earth for everyone else everyone has to spend loads of time. So, so, like, sound men typically hate left-handed drummers. They can't bloody stand them because they have to redo the entire drum kit every single time. Oh, um, see, again, do you, oh, well, I've never thought that. of that. I'll tell you about that. We've we've talked about this in the past. So we've talked about what breakables are. I won't explain all that. But basically, a kit is made up of certain elements. And it's all centred around where the snare sits and where the kind of shells are. The kick drum and, and, the, and the toms, right? Mm. And everything moves around a bit every band because every band will bring, bring their own breakables but if you have a, a band where one drummer is left-handed then you're like oh shit so we have to move everything around to the opposite place which takes so much time and usually the time between bands the um you know is like 20 the, minutes yeah maximum maximum yeah. like I've done five minute cha- changeovers but but you know usually you'll expect about 15 minutes right yeah. um now what a lot of drummers do is they set everything up on a mat to the side of the stage, where it needs to be, and then when uh, when everything comes over, they just like place it exactly where it needs to be on the stage. There's loads of great ways. Drummers, are, drummers are fucking the unsung heroes of setting up and packing down. They have to do so much work, um, yeah. and everyone everyone should help out a drummer when they're they're not busy. You know, they really should during during those points on the night because. You know, unless you're getting in the way, which happens a lot. I get in the way a lot. I'm really good at it. But um, <laughs> there is uh, there is there is the old joke, which I'm sure I've said before, is that, you know, what's a loading? Singers go, what's a loading? I don't know what it is. Sorry, guys. I can't help with the loading because I'm actually networking at the bar with this pint. I'm networking right now. So sorry, Fuck guys, but I'm networking. You. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm networking right now, so I can't. Now, Cole doesn't do this that much. Weirdly. <clears throat> that much. So here's the thing Is that actually Singers do have to Network with people Because they're the Face of the band So everyone yes. goes To talk to the singer Yes um, They don't go to Talk to anyone else Except maybe the guitarist Right Unless so they're hot gen- oh, Yeah exactly um, Nath is incredibly sexy So obviously I've got you know, to say uh, we, having, is- having
1: met Nate digitally, he's a very handsome man.
0: He's a very handsome man. Yeah, yeah, and the I thing get is, it. His the hair is, is so majestic. We're very opposite, so I'm very animated, and very blah blah blah. Whereas so he's just like, yeah, so just like Yeah, he's so chill I'm just so effortlessly sexy, and women just gravitate towards me at all of our shows, <laughs> which happens all the time. I'm sure. Yeah, that was great for me growing up with him. I was the fucking wingman yeah. every scenario. But fine, whatever. No, um, uh, we're quite lucky that you know we're not a bad-looking bunch, you know the three of us, me, Luke, and Nave. It's all right. Luke's Luke's a bit like oh, he's a cheeky little chap. He kind of gets a, little, a lot of girls kind of like him. He's a he's a white, he's a good old guy. So you know what I mean? <laughs> so Luke does all right. Um, but uh, yeah, people just come up to you as the singer and expect you to be the interface for everything off stage as well as on stage. So it means that um, uh, yeah, you you do have to talk to people, but there's you know you've got to make sure that. Sing- singers have a problem man Is that a lot of singers Let it go to their heads Just because you're the front man Doesn't actually mean You're better at anything Than anyone else is You know
1: Do you know what um, No offence Even if you are Even if you're the front man And you write all the music You're not a solo artist If you want to be a solo not. artist Go do it If you want someone To play the drums And play the guitar And play the bass Around your singing And make you look good Act like part of a team <laughs> yep.
0: So Singers what- are all dickheads Amber so they're, they're all dickheads Exquisite. Every single one <laughs> No, that there is there is such a thing as that because there's there's a a funny thing about being a front man, and you have to get into a certain headspace to do that kind of thing, and some people let it all go to their heads I'm i sure think we've talked so about it before. having
1: even just met nath i think he would be exhausted being a frontman.
0: he would hate he it he would hate it's not it. His skill base it's not a skill base and it's not his he's... comfort
1: zone no no no, no, no
0: he's he's an amazing riff writer and guitarist and player and creative right he's really really good mm. but that's not in his skill base no. now i'm like a weird eccentric odd person who 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 has a shit ton of energy all the time when talking to yeah. people and yeah. social energy um and that so that's part of my skill base you yeah. know um and you've got to think about it in those terms it's a skill it's not it's not you know uh y- y- there is an element obviously of you know this is part of who you are and you are you are expressing who you are and i'm expressing who i am when i when i front a show but you know You've got your mates around you. What's wrong with you? I I know this this lead singer syndrome is like a whole thing, you know. Mm, mm. And uh, get over your fucking cells. God's sake. That's what I think, Amber.
1: Let's get back onto some tech runs. Let's mm. let's get back to it. So um, I'll tie. tell you a funny Go a funny on.
0: thing that, that that caused an immense problem. Go for it. Um, do you remember we mentioned a band who uh, uh Reckless Love? Uh, when we were talking, when Nate was on, yes, when we were doing the IB yes. thing, and they they caused all these fucking problems for us. Well, the first time we played with them, the yeah. first bloody time we played with them. Now, number one, the singer has lead singer syndrome, by the way, Ollie Herman.
1: Right.
0: Um, was really rude to Luke. Actually, the second time that we met them, but the first time we had a huge problem in that we were supposed to be sound checking at this time, and what? What do you know, they took up the whole time of sound check. Why? Because they didn't have acoustic drums. As in the kick drum wasn't an acoustic drum. They had two electronic kick drums and one of them wasn't bloody working.
1: (laughs) So they took
0: our entire, they took their whole sound check and a huge chunk of ours working out how to get their electronic drums sounding right. You know, the more it's, there's a thing about uh, engineering thing is that, you know, the more that can go wrong will go wrong, you know? And so you want to have the least chance of things going Simplicity. you know um so you know the more complexity you add to a set even though complexity is really fun and you can do loads of really interesting things the more can go wrong and you need to have fail safes in place to do things like that you know prime examples things like um backing tracks you know they can go wrong things can just fuck up things can not be read by the computer that they're using on the day or what have you you know and you have to have you know, a backup thing on the day for that. That seems to have sparked a memory in your face, it has. What's happened? Hey, folks, it's Cole doing the edit here. Just a little content warning for you. The next three minutes have conversations about suicide and self-harm involved. So if you want to skip ahead that stuff, that's fine. Go grab a cup of tea or something or just pause it and move it along by three minutes' time.
1: I've just remembered something from during my A levels kitty it was with kitty she oh, yeah. did an extended project if you remember those it was basically just a project before to make to show how passionate yeah, you course. are about something before uni when your school doesn't necessarily cater to it so me her and three yeah three other people all purely out of just love for her and love for theater we made um a night of theater based around uh themes of mental health so we did sections from five kinds of silence um and sections from 448 psychosis now 448 psychosis is one of the most iconic contemporary pieces of theater do you know it Hmm. do you know i do not (gasps) It's written by Sarah Kane uh, Sarah Kane was a really um tragic genius basically she was just amazing and she she wrote a lot of... Brutal, like raw plays. So a lot of teenagers, I mean, I know I did go through a massive phase of loving her. Like she, she was, she was very kind of the punk rock of theater. Do you know what I mean? Cool. But um, she, she got, she got slated by critics. I won't name who, but there's a critic that I've never completely forgiven. He's very established and very famous. And he made her out to be like a silly little girl who wanted attention. Um, When was she? she actually ended up being institutionalized and she actually, ended up taking her own life but she Mm. is so she's a huge staple in contemporary british theater right and 448 psychosis um is an incredible play so basically she used to wake up um in the middle of the night and she used to wake up at 448 in the morning and have all these lucid thoughts and it's it's very much um an expression of that uh many consider it her suicide note that that um piece that play so uh we were doing um 448 psychosis for her extended project and because that it's it's a very uh kind of crazy it it could be a one woman show where one person reads out all of it it could be but there were characters and different voices in it like they were either voices in her head or conversations with doctors and things like that and there was one section where we were supposed to be responding to a voiceover that we had pre-recorded right Mm. and it was our way of doing it was very like physical very kind of um like postmodern's not quite the word but very abstract the way that we would we were doing this one and so you had all of us and we were all just looking at each other because we know that this thing's about to start playing and it just wasn't and it was meant to be Shit. like the doctor's side of the conversation that Kitty would then respond to. Yeah. And we're all there. And first of all, we improved this really intense like breathing sequence while we were trying to buy time. And then when it didn't happen, um, we we had rehearsed it so much, we kind of knew it. And we yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of those really beautiful... Um, like, community moments where we Yeah, one of those
0: moments in time where it all just came together just because everyone had been doing it.
1: Yeah, we we found a way to, in sync with each other, having never actually rehearsed it, to perfectly together, like a Greek chorus, say what the voiceover should have said. Like, Mm. it was like birds flying in sync. It was really cool. So, yeah, it was just an example of, like you said, something we had not planned for going wrong that then
0: went wrong.
1: And... Something great came out you
0: of gotta it. you got to get your fail-safes in. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: absolutely. What's some fun stories? We've done Like we've done quite dark. I've just said do you know something. Like...
0: Do you know what? we got ten minutes. Do you <gasps> know what we should do? What should we do? We should we should play the Muppets game. that We haven't played that in ages, have we? We haven't. No, no. Okay, who's going to do it this time?
1: Can I do it? I think you did the last one. Well, Kitty did the last one and before that was you.
0: Then then you will do it. You, you shall give, go to give the Give me
1: board. one. Give you me shall a... go to the oh wait, no, maybe I'm wrong because I did Les Mis. You did do my Les No, it's your turn. I thought it might be, but I Sorry. wasn't gonna say it because okay. you're really
0: happy about it being you. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was me, but I didn't, you know.
1: No, 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 you do it. Okay. Um
0: You've got to come up with something that I really know and love then, I guess. I was gonna um, say,
1: do you wanna do a film or a musical?
0: Anything. Anything in the world. Cabaret. Fa- oh, oh shit, I can't remember the characters. Okay, fine, cabaret. we'll save um,
1: Ooh, we'll save cabaret for another day. Uh, I've got I've got
0: what's... I've got Firefly sitting opposite
1: of me. <gasps> I love Firefly! Yeah, Sorry. I know you love Firefly. I fucking love Firefly. Okay, it's I've such... got all the
0: characters in front of me. I can't remember most of their names. But um that's Okay, right, yeah. Do you want to try
1: Firefly? Are. I mean that is niche. That is hella niche. But fuck it, let's that's, do it. That We're is niche.
0: Also, like the characters. I'm not sure I could put Muppets in their place. Okay, we
1: won't do Firefly. We no? need something big and iconic, like when we did something Lord of the Rings. Something big that everyone will
0: understand, because otherwise, no one, no one will, no one no will, one have will the give the a reference. shit, will like, they?
1: Oh, do you know what we haven't done what Star Wars.
0: Oh shit! Okay, we're doing original <laughs> Star Wars. We're doing the original trilogy for me. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. That, that's really close a to my A New Hope.
1: Let's okay. stick with A New Hope.
0: Okay, so. I mean, is Yoda in A New Hope? I think he might. No, he's not, is he? I think he's in Return of the Jedi, isn't he? He shows up in A New Hope, doesn't he? Oh, no, wait, maybe can you're right. I can't remember which one's Return of the Jedi and which one's. I just Do you know what? One, Let's just say, three. yeah, the original trilogy, Star
1: Wars cast, go.
0: Okay, so this is so difficult because you've got one human, right? Mm. Who is your human? Half tempted for it to be Chewbacca. <laughs> it's <still laughs> the one original nah. but like um at the same time actually no chewbacca will be played by the huge hairy guy exactly yeah the, yeah. you know the really big one that's yeah, not animal he plays the angel really he plays
1: one. angel marie in um in muppet treasure island i love you guys that yeah, one yeah that's
0: chewbacca because that obviously totally makes sense yeah actually no no, no. chewbacca is gonzo no, no, it's not. Chewbacca is Rizzo and Han Solo is Gonzo. Okay, because Gonzo could fucking pull off the white shirt with the with the black waistcoat. Okay, punch it, Rizzo, and then Rizzo goes, Wah! and you know when they jump make the jump to hyperspace. So wait, sorry, you
1: just said three different things and I'm confused. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. No, 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 I'm don't sorry. be sorry. I, Actually, I applaud
0: no, you. No, I'm wrong. No, no, no. We have to do it this way. I was wrong. I was wrong. Okay. Okay. And okay. uh, here's the reason why. Because Han Solo is Kermit the Frog,
1: I was gonna say and that. And Fozzie
0: Bear is, is 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 Chewbacca the Wookiee. Okay. Which means that Miss Piggy can be Leia because then they they yep. match up. They shaggy 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 and by yep, the end of the trilogy. I need to right? see
1: Miss Piggy play Leia. Yeah, uh.
0: that's a fucking great idea. In fact, there are pictures of Miss Piggy as Leia about on the internet. I have seen them. I have seen these pictures. Okay. Seriously. Okay. It's stressing me out now. God. Okay. Good. Right. Okay. Okay. So the other thing is that you know that you know uh Jim Henson made Yoda. I didn't know that. So
1: that is the funnest of facts. Yeah. So Yoda could just be Yoda.
0: Yoda could just be Yoda. But no 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 No
1: no 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 no. It does defeat the game a little bit Okay, okay, okay. When I was a little kid I used to cry when Yoda died.
0: Lando is Gonzo. Lando Calrissian. The only black man in space. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry the way you said that.
1: (laughs) The only black man in space, apparently. (laughs) You've got an entire galaxy. There's one black guy. (laughs) Well, that's
0: that's, that's the joke. I think that's a family guy joke. I think I stole that.
1: Um... (laughs) Anyway.
0: Okay, so who's Luke? Is Luke going to be Mark Hamill? I mean, I fucking love Mark Hamill. I think he's the coolest guy in the world. I love Mark Hamill.
1: Okay. Um, I think that works. I think that you want a lead a lead human yeah. who's discovering things as you go. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, if you were to do Muppets Wizard of Oz, you would want Dorothy to be a yeah, human. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what in I mean? In which
0: case, yeah, it's usually the main character. <clears throat> by the way, we're doing
1: anyway. that next week.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh my God, yeah. Remember that. Put that in the <laughs> bank. Okay. So I think that Obi-Wan should be the blue eagle guy okay wait no hang on a sec i've seen gonzo as darth vader somewhere before oh my god they actually did this
1: did they is this a thing
0: i think they actually did this gonzo darth vader look it up i'm pretty sure that's a thing i think i've i think this has already been done i don't care
1: i want your version
0: it's all right i think um who's gonna be darth vader
1: Oh, it's done. It's a... done as like a a a toy, not as like a. Oh,
0: f- screw that.
1: Anyway, carry um, on.
0: Um, th- who's gonna be Darth? Okay, 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 okay. We need to we need to work out what we got so far. We got Kermit is Han Solo, Leia is Miss Piggy, um, Fozzie Bear is is Chewbacca the Wookiee. Lando is Gonzo. Um. See, I don't want to
1: stress you out, but you haven't cast any droids yet.
0: I haven't cast. Yeah, I was thinking C three PO and R two. Cause actually maybe gonzo would be a great gonzo c-3po, and rizzo would be a and good c-3po, be and r2. c-3po and r2 and then rizzo being yeah I for god's sake Gonzo. So... yeah yeah, you know all that <laughs> that was good um, whistling man that's great that was pr- i was pretty good at my yeah, r2 yeah. impression just then that sounds a bit that more like brilliant. Clangers. here's a fun fact about the clangers amber complete sidetrack they had a real script that was really obscene but they covered it with whistles that's how the clangers was made here's another fun fact
1: about r2d2 um there was a little man in there controlling him who was uh, who had porn all over the inside and would just look at dirty pictures also they they didn't get on and i'm not saying this to be an asshole i know they didn't get on because was it keith lemon tried to do a reunion um, I think some, yeah, this, someone no, did it, it. was it was Keith Lemon and it, it was literally said by that person in interview, I'm not being an arsehole. And yeah, they didn't get on. No one liked the guy who played C-3PO and there yeah, was yeah. a story he, he told. He fucking
0: hated, he was really disrespectful to the guy who played the... R2. Yeah. um
1: and they used to they i can't again i can't remember who said it but it was on that same special someone in an interview said that they kind of intentionally wouldn't tell him when they were going on a break so he had Brilliant. to stay in the c3po thing for longer because he would whinge about it so much so be like now nah, leave him in that helmet fuck him Dick. anyway so that's gonzo, fine
0: no, gonzo just, and
1: rizzo that's... would be really good for that
0: yeah absolutely so gonzo and rizzo but they'd actually get on so that's nice um so who have we got we've got obi-wan who i said was going to be the blue eagle guy okay who's going to be darth vader darth vader's evil so
1: i feel like darth vader could be like a muppet they make specially for it you know like in 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 christmas carol the ghost of christmas future is just this terrifying cloaked figure
0: Hmm. I feel like we're missing opportunity to be hilarious, though. <laughs> That's. Do you know bad. what? Actually, no. Darth Vader is the only human. <gasps> and oh. Kermit's cousin, the little one, who uh, the, uh, the, the, the there's a little cousin, isn't it? A little, little cousin who plays um someone. There's a little cousin. I think. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Who's gonna play Luke then? What this if is, what if Beaker is, this was Darth Vader? Terms. No, 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 no. I do you know, know what I'm, I'm looking forward to do what? what i'm looking forward to is when they walk into the canteen and it's just the band from the muppets yeah. with the with the dog on the drums and Absolutely. the other the dog on the keys and then the other guy on the keys with the big teeth that's very muppets that yeah song. that is very muppets um okay anyway sorry i'm getting overexcited who's gonna be luke then we've not cast the main character of star wars <sighs> Um, and this is tricky. This is tricky. I think it should be. What's the name of the guy with the glasses who always has the clipboard? What? The guy with the glasses who always has the clipboard. Orange face, and he's like the, uh, the he looks helper a bit outer Bert guy. It's Bert
1: Ernie style.
0: A little bit. Or oh, the um, one with
1: glasses, but like no eyes. Beaker's friend. That's Dr. Honeydew.
0: No, 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 no. no. Okay. We're we've also got animal.
1: There's always animal.
0: Animal. I love animal. Animal's the rancor.
1: Okay. You say that Animal's like the rancor like underneath really under, under Jabba
0: the Hutt's palace when they go through, fall through the floor. The giant thing is Who's a giant Jabba version Jabba of animal. Who's going to be Jabba the Hutt? Oh, oh my, my God. So Who is going to be here? Jabba the Hutt? Oh, this, this is, is stressful. This is so difficult. What about Man, the... and we've we still... have opened up a keg here. This is hard.
1: And the the door... <laughs> you know Those guys...
0: Shit. Bollocks. This is too hard. It's okay. I don't want to be defeated.
1: I think keep Mark Hamill, keep Mark Hamill as human. And you can have Darth Vader be human. Like we had had Tim Curry playing fucking Long John. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. It's okay. The two guys,
0: the two guys are... They um, could make a two-headed...
1: One... Can they make a two-headed jubber?
0: <laughs> I was going to say they were the two heb- two-headed um, emperor, but that would also be good. Oh. I feel like a two-headed emperor. I know an emperor should be one person, shouldn't it?
1: Fuck to do you yet, remember man. Pigs
0: in Space, that thing from the Muppets? That was fucking great.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do.
0: Um, oh, Man, this is tricky. It is tricky. This is the hardest one.
1: I think, yeah, we've done all okay. right, though.
0: We've done. We've done. Okay. Is there any major character that we've not done? Well, we Apart, didn't do Luke Yoda. Luke is going to be Mark Hamill. Also, Yoda. Um, Yoda. Yoda is just going to be Yoda because Yoda okay. is already made by. So Jim Yoda Henson. is
1: staying. Yoda. Darth Vader and Luke are staying. The Darth
0: same. Vader is Big Bird from Sesame Street. <laughs>
1: okay, sure. It's that decided. Fuck it. Yeah. Why it's not? It's
0: decided. Now <laughs> I am the master. And then there's, if you strike me down, he's the blue eagle guy, I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. I feel like the two, hoo, 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 those guys would just be some fucking stormtroopers. They're just in the background yeah. commenting <laughs> Or everything. just
1: all the stormtroopers. It's just thousands of them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 pew, pew, <laughs> pew.
0: And they can't hit anything. That's yeah, great. I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that. Thank yeah, you. so
1: would I. I'd love that. That'd be great. Right. Oh Brilliant. my god.
0: I know where I've seen Gonzo as Darth Vader. Where? It's not as a toy. It's from the time that Star Wars was on the Muppet show. Yeah, I know Mark I, it up. Was I was on the Muppet show. Yeah, they were. Of course yeah. it was. That's why I remember this. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. You feeling good? I think I think we're okay now. I think we've got we've got through
1: yeah I think we've had another slightly messy episode where we've just chatted so much shit we've talked so have we even talked about tech runs that much not really I've not talked
0: about rehearsals at all
1: no I feel like we could we could do a tech runs part two where we try and focus a bit better
0: we'll do that next time yeah why not or or in the future sometime okay boom okay well as such I think this is Riffs and Script signing off so uh, my name has been uh, Cole Bryant
1: (laughs) <laughs> My name has been Amber Sava.
0: That okay, is actually Amber's how you just, say that it. That's actually how you pronounce it. Not yeah, okay. Amber Sava. <laughs> <Savva. laughs> Sava. Are you okay? Sava. Oh, Savva.
1: you're the first one to ever make that joke.
0: It's all right. <laughs> do you want to hear the names that the the at school that were made up for me? Coleridge the Suspension Bridge. I remember that as a child. How fucking weird that was that? Is we did labored. a project on bridges. And then then someone called me Fossil Fuel for a while. Hey, Fossil Fuel, because my name was Cole, because Cole's a uh, Fossil Fuel. Isn't that so witty? i so clever. Isn't that like, it's so deep, it's so smart. Be surprised how so many wonderful. variants
1: on Amber happened. Amber became Bamba, became Bambi, became Bambini. That was we'll just with Bambi. one group of friends. Uh, Amber hey, Rooney. Bambini amber rooney happens a lot a lot of people independently will create amber rooney
0: would you judge me if i called you amber rooney
1: i wouldn't judge you it'd be kind of weird okay. and then Hello, amber,
0: amber rooney
1: and became amber and my brother calls me brew which i quite like but that's like personal oh, that's to my brother sweet. yeah that's he's nice. like you're right brew
0: my brother calls me midge even though i'm taller than him
1: <laughs> you're still small though
0: oh I my mean, god i'm speaking five foot seven speaking of being small guess what small. i finally
1: got myself today no joke a stepladder.
0: <laughs> just just so you can have arguments with people in the stream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry, we were signing off. That was very witty. Well done, man. Uh, have a good so. week, you guys. We'll see you next week. We've been we've been riffs and scripts. Uh, riffs and remember scripts. to
0: contact us, contact us on riffsandscripts at gmail.com and our Instagram handle is Amber. Riffs and scripts pod. Boom! S- bye. <laughs> we will see you soon. Bye bye. Oh my gosh,
1: we're such children.